Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? It's Friday, which means it's time for me to put out my week one tight end and quarterback rankings. My QB rankings are already up. Those are posted. This specific video is going to be for my top 20 tight ends. So on Wednesday, I went through my start sits at the position, but the rankings video is kind of more where I lock down really where I have these guys positioned. So maybe you had two tight ends that I listed as starts. Well, now you can see which one I view over the other one. While you guys are watching this video, if you're enjoying the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And then let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. If you guys have any fantasy questions, it could be sit starts, trade advice, waiver wire pickups, any of that stuff, just drop those down below. I'll be responding to every single comment. So you guys will be guaranteed an answer but let's just get right into the video. I think everyone knows that the tight end position for fantasy football is very, very thin. You know, you basically have like the top six guys and then everyone after that, it seems like everyone has their favorite, you know, late round players, but no one really knows. So going here at number 20, this is going to be very thin. I have Anthony Ferkser. He's likely going to be the tight end one for the Titans. He was a guy that I was a fan of earlier in the off season before they went out and got Julio Jones. You know, hopefully they kind of keep using this Arthur Smith offense, even though he went to the Falcons. He was definitely someone who played a lot of 12 personnel with two tight ends on the field. So maybe Ferkser still has a role there. Then at 19, I have Jared Cook. You know, we haven't seen him play with Justin Herbert yet, but he's likely going to be the tight end one on an offense that I really like. So if he has any juice left in the tank, you know, he wouldn't be the worst play at tight end. After that, I have Austin Hooper here at 18. He's kind of a tough guy to rank just because if you look back a few years ago when he was on the Falcons, the man was like a mid-tier tight end one to a high-end tight end one. Then he goes to the Browns. This obviously isn't a fit for these pass catchers just because the team is so run heavy, but they may need to throw the ball a decent amount against this Chiefs team, so he wouldn't be a horrible play. Then I have Hunter Henry here at 17. We really just don't know what to expect out of this Patriots offense. I personally view him behind Johnu Smith just because I think Hunter Henry is going to need more volume to produce, and I don't know if he's going to be able to get that on this Patriots team. I then have Gerald Everett at number 16. He was one of my favorite late round tight end targets, basically just because he is a great athlete and he's going into a great offense with a high volume passing attack. So you've got Russell Wilson. The Seahawks also only kept four wide receivers on their roster, which tells me that they are going to be using their tight ends a fair amount. So I would rather kind of wait and see how he performs this week. But I mean, maybe you're in like a 20 team league and he is definitely a very viable starting option. After that, you can see I have Rob Gronkowski here at 15. I'm recording this before the Thursday night game. I'm not expecting him to get a ton of volume, but maybe he was able to get into the end zone. We'll see, but this is where I have him here on Thursday afternoon. 14, I have Mike Gusecki. This is probably going to be one of his better opportunities over the season, just because Will Fuller is not playing. You know, maybe Tua hasn't developed as much chemistry with some of these new wide receivers, and so he could have an opportunity here, you know, being the returning tight end one. I don't really like him for the entire season, but this could be an opportunity here, especially playing against a Patriots secondary that isn't too shabby. So these receivers could struggle. After Gasecki, I have Noah Fant here at number 13. You know, basically just a fringe tight end one. He may get a decent amount of targets, just not seeing a lot of touchdown upside here. After that, I have Janu Smith here at number 12, five slots ahead of Hunter Henry. 
Janu is listed as the tight end one on the Patriots depth chart. And I just think he's more of a red zone threat. And so I don't know if you're going to be able to get a ton of volume, but if he is able to get into the end zone, I think that kind of makes him a safer play over Hunter Henry. Then I have Dallas Goddard here at number 11. I do actually have him ranked behind his teammate, Zach Ertz. And I'll get into that in just a little bit. But I do think Dallas Goddard is still going to be involved. He's going to be one of a few capable weapons on this team. So if you drafted him, he is probably going to be your tight end one and in your lineup. But then here at number 10, I do have his teammate, Zach Ertz. And basically everyone just continues to hold on to the idea that Zach Ertz is just worthless for fantasy. And I am just not understanding it. All offseason, the guy was ranked in like the 20s at the tight end position. Like he was really anywhere from like tight end 20 to tight end 30. And I still just didn't really understand that. And to this day, his value has not recovered. He's still ranked like in the lower teens for the tight end position. And I'm by no means going out and guaranteeing that he's going to have a great year. But I just think no one can be truly confident with any of these tight ends outside of the top like five or six guys. So I don't understand why we're just throwing away this player who was consistently like a top three fantasy football tight end, especially when everything we've heard out of camp has been pretty great for Zach Ertz. Apparently he's emerged as one of the top targets for Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are also going to be running a lot of 12 personnel to get both Ertz and Goddard on the field. And then also just this week one matchup, the Falcons have struggled to stop the tight end position last season. They gave up the fifth most points to tight ends. This is a very limited wide receiver core. I feel like you've got Devontae Smith and then just a lot of guys that I do not trust. So that should give Ertz a very solid opportunity to be involved right from the get-go here in week one. So I really think he could be a viable, like low-end tight end one play this week, just to kind of see what you have with him. After Zach Ertz, it's going to be Logan Thomas here at number nine, just another kind of one of these safe lower-end tight end ones. Then at number eight, I have Tyler Higby. And if you're someone who is on board, like the Higby late round tight end hype train, he was definitely one of those top tight ends, you know, after like the top six players were off the board that a lot of people were targeting, maybe ninth, 10th round. And so if you're one of those people, you have him on your team, this is a very nice week one matchup for him. The Bears gave up the second most points to tight ends last season. And so if Higby really is legit, this will be a very good opportunity for him to succeed right away. He's going to have an upgrade at quarterback with Matthew Stafford, and he should be getting the majority of the snaps at tight end now that Everett is gone. So this really is just a prime opportunity for him to showcase his ability. Then I have Robert Tanyan coming in at number seven. He was my seventh ranked tight end going into the season. So he's just kind of going to stay in this spot. Then I have Kyle Pitts at number six. This is honestly a pretty good matchup for Pitts. So if you're a believer in him, he probably would be a little bit higher. I personally just want to see it first because we know that rookie tight ends struggle and not only rookie tight ends, but rookie wide receivers kind of tend to struggle at least the first few weeks of the season. We saw it last year with Justin Jefferson. The man put up absolutely insane numbers, but he did struggle the first two weeks. But if he can come in and perform right away, then I think he's just in line for a fantastic season. After that, I have Mark Andrews at number five. He's probably always going to be in like that four to six range with Hawkinson and Pitts. And then Hawkinson's going to be my guy at number four. You know, on paper, this doesn't appear to be a great matchup for Hawkinson just because the 49ers were great at stopping opposing tight ends last season. They actually allowed the fewest points to the position, but they were also great against the run. And so if you're looking at this Lions team, 
I mean, who is going to be scoring the ball? There's just no way that Hawkinson is not going to be heavily involved. This Lions wide receiver room is a disaster, and so they're likely going to be playing from behind. Like I mentioned, 49ers are also great at stopping the run. You've got DeAndre Swift, who hasn't really practiced throughout training camp, probably in a committee with Jamal Williams, so I don't love the value there. So Hawkinson may not have that touchdown upside, just because I do expect the Lions to kind of get rocked around in this game. But I do think his overall volume is just going to give him a very high floor. And if he can find his way into the end zone, then he's going to put up a very nice stat line. Then we've got just this locked in top three players here. We've got Darren Waller at number three. He's going to be playing the Ravens. So not like a fantastic matchup. I do have George Kittle one spot ahead of him just because Kittle is playing the Lions. And I expect the 49ers to be putting up a lot of points. And George Kittle should definitely reap the benefits of that. And then locked in tight end one, Travis Kelsey. He's playing the Browns, but let's be real. He destroyed them in the playoffs. Kelsey is basically matchup proof. So he is going to be my locked in number one. That is going to be my top 20 week one tight end rankings. If you guys enjoyed the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. If you guys have not seen my quarterback rankings, go check those out. Same thing with the running back and wide receiver rankings. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys next time.